Welcome to the fourth edition of the AMP Podcast. Uh, it's been quite a time since number three, and I really don't want to make any excuses. There was just a lot going on. Hopefully, we're back on track. Today, we, what I wanted to address or talk about today is things to watch for as a leader. Now, in leadership, there's a lot of noise in your environment, so sometimes you have to make a decision. Do you listen for it or you do you ignore it? You know, there's this external pressure, but also there's pressure you create or, or is created inside of your organization. And that's the pieces. There's four things you have to watch for. Um, and I'm going to talk about those four. Really, I'm going to talk about one, because if you catch it early, you won't have a problem. If it gets to number four, then you're probably, you know, you've, you've got a real problem on your hands. So change is inevitable in any organization. I don't care what it is. It could be your family. It could be your club, your church, your business. And there's always a reaction to change. Now, if you've been a leader who's changed something in an organization or you've been in an organization that's had something changed, typically what you will see is there will be what I call the silent revolt or the mini revolt. There's always that person or people that speak up immediately they they speak out against the change or they you know they're 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 just they're just resisting the change now in some cases and in many cases probably that person has a problem it's not a problem of the organization but all too often in companies i have seen both in in my own leadership experience and also in private equity and consulting that when that change occurs and there's that mini revolt or that silent revolt Leaders just say, well, we've, we had to make that change. Just tell them to get, do it. Just be accustomed to it. The problem is, while they may be exaggerating in their little mini revolt or what they're saying, you know, they, there's probably being a mouthpiece for the silent group, that silent revolt. And while the rest, the majority may not feel exactly the way they do, there may be some sentiments in there that you have to pick up on. So you can ignore it and say, hey, I listened. I'm going to ignore that. That person is just either, you know, they're either, you know, we've, we've heard the word toxic or they need to go away or they'll, they'll get over it. They're, they're just loud every time, whatever it is. But it gives you something to listen for. And remember, early and often. Because if you catch things in this mini revolt stage, you can address them and probably the rest of the organization will, um, they'll embrace you for that. And, and typically what happens is when there's not been enough communication around the change, that's when these little mini revolts happen. And the reason why it's important to stop it at this stage is if you miss this stage, if you miss this mini revolt or this silent revolt, then it moves to step two. And step two is called apathy. Now, here's the problem with apathy. Well, there's a lot of problems with apathy, but here's one of the primary things that causes apathy to run rampant in organizations is it's hard to see if you just manage the numbers. Uh, attendance is usually still pretty high and, uh, you know, people are still hitting the time clock and they're still doing their job, right? It's not evident in their day-to-day -day from a standpoint of the macro, but on that micro they have less ownership. They have less care about outcomes. They're no longer driving. They're driving. They have shifted. They've become apathetic to your goals as an organization, and they've become tuned in to their goals as an individual. 
Now, there is a balance where you want them to have some individual goals also, but this apathetic place that they move to after they feel like this this mini revolt or this silent revolt, no one was listening, is a dangerous place because it doesn't show up in the numbers, it doesn't show up in attendance, it doesn't show up in in getting their quote-unquote job done. But that apathy doesn't stop there. So again, you're not monitoring early and often. It goes from the, the silent revolt or the mini revolt to this apathy. The next layer of that is called disengagement. This is when, again, people still may show up for the, for the functions, for the organization, but they begin to participate less. They're doing what they're, they're going through the motions. They're not looking for problems. They're not looking for ways to make things better. They are just there. And that disengagement starts to show up. This is where you really start to notice it because they're not just doing the minimum to get by. They're doing less than the minimum. Uh, they're, they're not encouraging other people. They're not participating in any extracurricular activities. They're not working overtime. They're taking longer lunches. They're using all their, their, their sick days even when they're not sick. It, it, it manifests itself in so many different ways. But again, it's not terminal. It continues. So you've moved from the mini revolt, you've moved through apathy, you've moved through disengagement, and you end in what is one of the most critical places to prevent is destructive behavior or destruction. So disengagement leads to destruction. When you get to this stage, typically what that means is people have they've disengaged, now they've started to allow these sour feelings that they have inside, they start to push them out to others. They start influencing other people. So you may have some in the organization who, after the mini revolt, just went back to normal. Well, now they've been pulled into apathy or disengagement or even worse, maybe all the way into that destructive pattern. So, so at this point, we not only don't care about your goals as an organization, we don't even care about what our contributions are. We're, we're either looking for a new job or we're, we're waiting to get fired. But it's, it's just a horrible, horrible place to be as an organization because as a leader, it is very, very difficult for you to, to pick that organization back up. When it gets to that point, it is, it is in the in the dumps, and it's very difficult to move it forward. Now, I, I want to put some caveats to that, but again, if you stop listening right now, just remember, when you have change or you have something different in organization, monitor early and often, listen to those early revolts or those silent revolts, uh, do a little research, look out for apathy, look out for disengagement, and prevent at all costs this destructive behavior or what we call destruction in the organization. Now, again, let's go in a little bit deeper. So let's talk about what causes this to happen. And small organizations or in, in small clubs or even in your family, a lot of times you're so close to that source that you notice even the apathy developing or you, or, or you know if this mini revolt is founded or unfounded. However, when you grow as an organization and you introduce that middle tier of management, these are the, these are the managers who in many cases either um, they, they have aspirations of moving up the ladder, 
it's their first time in that position, whatever it is, in many cases, uh, especially if they're a newly inserted person, their ability to uh, manage your way or understand your style is, is usually not there. And not only do they not listen, but they almost become the cause because when they hear those many revolts or they see that apathy, they're not necessarily going to bring that to you because they they feel like that's in some way reflective of them or in some way um, a, a rebuff or a rebuttal against what they've put in place. So it's critical that first you make great decisions when you put in mental management. Secondly, that you have deep levels of strategic vision casting. And before anything is an input, you understand exactly what's going in play and what you're going to be looking for and that it's communicated and that the organization knows that you have buy-in. If they know you have buy-in, it was well communicated. They understand why it's being done, even if it's not a great thing. It's not always going to be peaches. It could be a very negative event. I know right now in the market you're looking at, uh, in, in the beginning of 2023, there's mass layoffs, especially in the tech industry. But if you're going to salvage your organization, monitor early and often that change that's just occurred, be looking for those things that will prevent your organization from going uh, down to that destructive phase. So that middle management is usually a lot of times the cause, and they could also be the cure, but they don't want to be because they don't want it to look like they've lost any authority because you step back in. So again, mentor that middle management, follow up, make sure they understand your vision, make sure you understand how they're communicating and what they're communicating. Now, the next thing as a leader that I'll tell you you have to watch for that can push people over this edge, and this is not necessarily directly related to change, but it's it's related to micromanagement or overmanagement by whether it's you or your middle managers, and that's taking this desire. I mean, we have these people in our facilities, uh, whether it's your local bass fishing club or your church or your your office or wherever your 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 friend group and you know you know you know who is engaged you know who is in disengaged you know who you can tell things to but but generally you just know you know who is the movers and shakers and who's not well those movers and shakers those people who um, take ownership of things you have to be very careful that you don't just shut them down. You know, I, I listened to a podcast a few years back, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk had done, and he was talking about people complaining about their employees just don't care like they do. And he said, they, you don't have any right to expect that. You own the company. Of course you should care, and they don't have to. But when you find employees who don't own the company and they don't, they don't have anything – really to gain or lose other than the good feeling of doing a good job and you're constantly stepping in and stopping what they're doing and you're you're pressing them um, to do more or to go in your direction and not theirs without hearing them out. That has the same effect of a change. They will, when you push people, then they will go become apathetic, they will become disengaged, and then they will become destructive. 
So it's not just a, you know, a major change in your organization that can push people down these paths. So again, it's important, it's vital that your ear stays to the ground and that you monitor early and you monitor often and you watch for these signs, apathy, people just showing up, they're punching the clock, they're, they're, they're doing what they are supposed to do, but you just know that they're not taking that ownership anymore and then we already know disengaged and destruction. So watch all your management, mentor people, care about people, communicate diligently, follow up and just address things. You know, when, when I was with Lowe's and they sent us through management training, uh, one of the principles they introduced that I have used regularly is when you see it, say it. So whether it's good behavior or bad behavior, when you see it, say it, if it's something that's, uh, that's desirable, reinforce it. If it's something that's undesirable, nip it in the bud, address it, coach, counsel, train, and move on. If it's great behavior, recognize it, share it, reward it, and try to repeat it. That's, that's how you find your next level of mentor. So again, leadership is not easy, but it is very rewarding. But if you spend all your time trying to pull your organization out of the dumps or get people on your team, then that means you've probably missed something in one of these four steps. So hopefully this helps you run your organization better Hopefully this helps you, if you're in the organization, understand how to communicate to your leaders more effectively. And at the end of the day, everything just it will run a lot smoother. So I hope this is something you can input today. And please feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear any stories that you have about disengagement or destructive or how you've prevented that in your organization. So reach out to us and let us know. Have a great day.